Hey, it's Tony Schiavone of All Elite Wrestling. You're listening to Cassio's Cuts with my good friend Cassio Kid. You know, I was on one of his podcasts earlier. I think it was episode six, so make sure you check that out. If not, enjoy this week's podcast from the one and only funniest guy I know, Cassio Kid. The following podcast has been approved for mature audiences only by the Podcasters Association of America. Not safe for work. Some material may be considered offensive. What's up, Candy Lakers? Pleased to meet you. Nice to know me. What you're doing? You're listening to another edition of Casio's Cut. And my guest this week is my buddy and ended up being the star of the show through Corey Forrester. Mr. Wade Cardwell, what's up, buddy? How you doing? It's Big Daddy Bam Bam. Love you, Matt Mitchell. God, can you? I mean, come on. <laughs> you know, you know, you came over to Chattanooga and tried to hit up on a lesbian, hot lesbian chick. I mean, you know. <laughs> I mean, we won't tell Big Booty Judy, but I mean, you did. You came over there and hit on her like you had the... The big old uh, Jay Leno's first intern dick. I mean, you know. <laughs> you, know, you know, you know, it's okay. Hey, you were single at the time. You were single? I don't remember this. Tell everybody the story. Well, uh, Matt would come over and work at the Comedy Catch in Chattanooga. Yeah. On, like, I don't mean anything bad here, but what we call off weekends, like if there was something going on or a Tennessee right. ball game or whatever. I came all up. the time on the on the River Bend first. Yeah, oh yeah, oh god, yeah, that sucks too. But anyway, so Matt would come over there and he would be there for like three or four days and just get real cloudy. I mean, cloudy. <laughs> I mean, cloudy. you know, you'd stay upstairs at that at comedy condo and all yeah. that shit. You know, yeah. So uh, Matt would come over there and Matt was just like. I mean, he was still doing the Subway $5 closing with the spider webs and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and uh, he just knew he was going to convert this lesbian. And I I think I slipped her uh, about a $50 bill, and I said, like, take care of my boy. And I, I think she did. I think, she, I think you had a lesbian experience in the comedy condo at the comedy catch in Chattanooga, Tennessee. I I won't go on record saying I don't remember that, but I'm yeah. not discounting your. Memory. Oh, I got pictures. I'm gonna I'll I'll put them on your page. I got pictures. Got pictures. She's in that green shirt, you know, with her because... nipples showing and everything. <laughs> no, I don't send it to him. <laughs> well, by God, I will. But I mean, you know, you weren't but... married. You weren't married, and you were still coming off that Jade Leno thing and you know you were you were big shit. I mean, you know, we <laughs> could happen to me. I well, I mean, you know, you went to Huntsville, Alabama and got like tied up with Conrad <laughs> and then and Bruce and like Pat Patterson and like oh my God. Do you I'm uh, here I'm, a Conrad I'm here, fan? I a Conrad oh my God. About every night. And, you know, I don't want to sound gay or anything, but, I mean, he is, like, fucking, like, Ric Flair's daughter. But, I mean, I 
I go to bed most nights with either Conrad or Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette definitely seems like your speed. I love Jim Cornette. And I really, I really hated him at first when he was down there at Georgia Championship Wrestling. He was just – he wasn't a lot of fun, Casio. I mean, damn. Let me ask you this. Uh, I've never asked you this because we – surprisingly, as many times we hung out, you know, we never talked wrestling early on. But uh, over, somebody from over in your neck of the woods, do you know Paul Lee, the real nature Oh, boy? God, the Paul Lee. No, he's, he's a pretend nature boy. Didn't he run for office I mean, over there? I mean – I mean, you want me getting down on him, or you want me like, 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 I, I give just, him a pop? Whatever you think. What did I, I didn't know if you knew him or not. Well, here's what I'm going to say about Paul Lee. You ready for what I got to say about <laughs> okay, Paul Lee? Come on. Okay. Paul Lee is a smart business guy. I mean, if you can be in the second or third generation of fabulous Fargo's, I mean, he, he did good with his money. And I give Paulie a salute. Big Daddy Bam Bam loves Paulie as far as being he, – he did good with his money. You know what I'm talking about? Sure. But he, but he is like – he's a dickhead. <laughs> he is a dickhead. Don't ever do any business with <sighs> Paulie on a handshake deal. You see that on a handshake – don't do it. Get it. That, all in a contract. No, you'll get fucked. You'll get on the bad <laughs> end of it. But okay. Paulie did good with his money. I mean, he uh, he uh, bought and sold a uh, storage unit place for about a million dollars. All and, right. You know, get him, Paul. Yeah. So, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I, I love him as a Trump supporter and a capitalist. <laughs> But by God, if you do any business with Paul Lee, get it in writing. Okay, duly noted. We should tell everybody that's not watching the YouTube video if they're listening to this. Uh, you you got your shades on and your and your Uncle Sam hat. This this bedazzled. Well, by God, I'm like you know you called me and I am I'm high as fuck. Casio. <laughs> And, you know, you want me to get on here with about 30 minutes to an hour's notice after we've talked about it for a year and a half? Look at and that then hat. you're like, you know, and then you want to criticize me there in Huntsville, motherfucking I ain't criticizing. The hat is flames, dude. It's smoldering. I want yeah, everybody I to know it. what you're wearing. I love it. I love Uncle Sam. Talk about Big Daddy Bam Bam. You used to have a shirt. What was your shirt that said running cloth over it? What was it? Well, uh, the shirt was like, uh, boobies make me smile. And it was like, you know, <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, that's it, like, that's what my, it was, but I'm going to tell you, Matt, that shirt, I got like thousands of those printed, but there was like so much screen art on it. You, your ass, I mean, you would sweat out of the back of your neck wearing that thing, but I mean, it was good. If you wore that out to an event or somewhere, you'd see some boobies. Boobies make Did me smile. Did you sell them out? Oh, my God. I still, hey, hey, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, Matt, right now. What? I'll send you a couple to give out to your viewers. I was going to say, we could throw it up on my, on my site. We could sell them. Oh, my God. This do that because, you know, Bruce Pritchard and Conrad, they're selling T-shirts everywhere, but, like, Fuck them. 
And I just got something to say about Conrad's podcast. Okay. Okay. Eric Bischoff, he yeah. is full of shit. <laughs> okay. I mean, that motherfucker don't remember anything. <laughs> but if he does remember something, it's always about his perspective. Okay. What about, did you listen to the others? What about Bruce? Bruce? Uh, well, I like him. Well, I do. Yeah, because you know, brother love. I mean, I love that thing. My 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 granddaddy was a Baptist preacher, so whenever brother love was getting on there, I was thinking, like, yeah, we're gonna go down to the altar with the deacons' <laughs> daughters and like find some love. So, I mean, <laughs> do you listen to the other ones, Arn Anderson? Arn. Yeah, that that fucker needs to get some. Uh, Arn, I love him, but you you need to get some. Like, you got a deviated septum or something. What I mean, do you mean? To, I mean, he needs to get some surgery because it's like, <laughs> God. Well, I mean, it's the what? truth, and what I love the... Arn Anderson. I mean, I would have been. He'll like, kill you with your with his bare hands. Oh yeah! Oh, I'm I'm prepared. <laughs> I'm prepared. But I what? but I want I want Pat Patterson to get in the back door a little bit, see if he can like <laughs> massage my prostate. <laughs> Here we go. But what, hey, what about Jim Ross? Uh, I love Jr. He's a great guy, and what? and I'm just gonna I'm gonna Cassio. I'm just gonna tell you right now. All right. Okay, so every Wednesday night, I watch Dynamite. Okay. And sometimes I'll like text Corey Ryan Forster, that damn queer, and I'll say, "What the hell is <laughs> going on down there?" Well, Corey, Corey, Corey Forster. We'll talk about him again yeah. in a minute. Oh, yeah, Corey, uh... yeah, yeah. Corey Forster is a fucking. I, I think. I think Jerry Briscoe would like fucked him in the ass or something. I mean, he is. He what? Okay. Oh, really? I'm getting too vulgar. No. That's a generic stuff. He is. Corey Ryan Forster is a Gerald Briscoe mark. I'll, who doesn't love Jerry Briscoe? Oh, God. I love Jerry Briscoe. I love him. And he will I, kill you with his bare hands. Oh, God. I'm like, I just want him to take me down and get me from behind. I mean. What about Tony Schiavone? Tony? Okay. So, what's that guy, Bob Saget, that comes in and does comedy? Yeah. And at the, at the comedy catch in Chattanooga, whenever Bob Saget was there, there'd be like, a sign on the front door and a sign by the box office and a sign by the grill and a sign by the bar and a sign by the, 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 uh, the main <laughs> showroom. And it'd be going like, it ain't going to be uncle Jesse tonight, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, I, Hey, the only person that walked more people than Bob Sackett was Doug Stanhope. I mean, <laughs> Doug would walk some people. <laughs> you know, hey, but so did so did Bob Saget. I think that's <laughs> And so you're saying Shivani's the same way. It ain't Uncle Jesse. It ain't uh, Uncle yeah, Tony. I love it when I when I listen to it at night, and it's like you know, as a kid, Tony Shivani 
was like, you know, the voice of Georgia Championship Wrestling. Yeah. I mean, right up there. I mean, I don't know if you saw him down there, you know, where you're from, but there was a guy up in Chattanooga called Harry Thornton. And Harry Thornton and Nick Goulas, they had the Chattanooga. Okay. Yeah. But, man, it's just funny as hell to listen to to Tony Schiavone, like, cussing and, like, saying slap dick and all that kind of bullshit. <laughs> I mean, it's funny. I mean, I'm sitting there as a 9 or 10-year-old saying the same thing, and now he's saying it like, you know. got to love it. Yeah, but, hey, what I want to say about Dynamite on Wednesday night. Oh, yeah, okay. Is if you got Jim Ross, if you got JR, and you got Tony Schiavone, you don't need Chris Jericho out there. I mean, fuck him. Fuck <laughs> Chris Jericho. You like you don't, you don't need Chris Jericho if you've got two of the greatest voices in wrestling. Hall of Fame. I mean, yeah. Why do we need Chris Jericho out there? What about Excalibur? Excalibur, I, mean, I, I think he's like did a lot of bad acid. <laughs> what do you mean? I, I just like think, him. Well, I, I mean, it's well with him too. Well, I like him too. If I'm real fucked up, you know, <laughs> and if I drink, if I drink a little vodka, or if I like got a little high, then Excalibur, I can appreciate him. <laughs> okay, all right, I got you on a roll here. So let's keep going. Let's go some past guests. Past. past guests here on Casio's cut and see what you think about them. All right. How about uh hey, my, our buddy DJ Lewis? DJ Lewis, I'm telling you I'm at the comedy catch one night at the grill and you know where it was. Yeah. Miss Dolly was down there. You know, it was the bar inside the club. Brainerd. And, yeah. Oh God, Brainerd Road. Oh my God, you remember that. I mean <laughs> right by the tunnel. Yeah. You had whores coming from everywhere, dude. <laughs> I, don't know what you're I, I mean, bitches would drive from damn Huntsville to see <laughs> this guy and do his five dollar subway and his that closing gig, and then want to try to go out and convert a lesbian. <laughs> okay, hang on, focus back on DJ. <laughs> okay, DJ. Okay, so. I'm at the club one night and I'm doing like, you know, I'm doing, I'm like producing this, the open mics and, you know, the alternative show. And, and you, you know, you've been there, Casio. There's times that we sold out the grill more than the regular theater did. Usually when I was and, there. Yeah. Yeah. In the main well, room. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. We had all the lesbians showing up when you were there. <clears throat> anyway, you did good. You did good with the lesbians. But anyway, hang on a second. Get <laughs> your beverage. What are you drinking? Uh, well, there's Doc Coke in this one. Okay. And then I got I got some vodka down in here. You know that. <laughs> I go. Cheers. All right, yeah, go ahead. Hey, uh, okay, well, we, where are we at? DJ Lewis. DJ Lewis. So, okay, so I'm sitting there one night at the grill. Me and Dolly. Dolly. Michael's mother, Michael Alfano's mother, Dolly. Michael is the Dolly. owner of the comedy. Oh, God. I love his mama. Fantastic. First time I ever met uh, her playing poker. 
Yeah. Oh, God. She, she took all your money. All of it. Every money, all, all the money it. I made for the whole weekend. <laughs> <laughs> she stayed upstairs at the comedy condo. <laughs> Hey, I went up there after I went. I went up there after Jody White and Dale Jones was there and sniffed the sheets. <laughs> I did. Wow. I hate to. I hate to admit that, but Jody White, damn. <laughs> anyway, hey, get a hold of Jody White if you're a, a, a comic out there and you need to like file your paperwork for. Uh, you know, to get that damn Trump money and all that shit, get, get a hold of Jody White. But anyway, anyway, so, so I'm sitting there one night at, you know, the comedy catch giggles grill. Yeah. And I got, I got a text from that, like a homosexual, uh, Corey Forster. He's not, he's hetero. Go ahead. No, we're no, he's bi. (laughs) I'm I'm bringing I'm dragging him out of the closet right here tonight. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, so uh, Corey sent me a message said, "Hey, I'm bringing somebody tonight. Can you let him do ten minutes?" And I'm going like, "Oh, what what the fuck ever." So (laughs) this guy shows up. No, listen, 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 Cassio. This guy shows up in like uh, tackies with like a you know just like a some probably a button down blue or white or anything but he showed up with khakis and he had his hair cut real short and everything like that and his name was daniel 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 is not dj motherfucker i'm talking about this is dj oh no yeah this is dj it was daniel oh i'm showing up with the guy that takes out groceries at, at the store in Chickamauga and his name's Daniel. But he, I mean, he at least showed up with his hot ass girlfriend, uh, Dre. And, Did he crush uh, it? Well, I was like, you know, if he showed up with his girlfriend, Dre, you know, anybody that's sleeping with her, I'm going to give him 10 minutes. I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, and he did. He did. That that is. Uh, I had a show on the cable access uh, uh, channel up here. Oh my gosh! How did I? And, and I seriously, we got kicked off. We got kicked off the channel <laughs> <laughs> because I had DJ on one night. He was working at a dildo store, and we were there. <laughs> Hey, hey, DJ had like this big black dildo and turned it on and held it up against the microphone. And you could just hear it go, blah, 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 blah. it's like buzzing. <laughs> but On the uh, TV show? Yeah. Hey, we got kicked off. We got, <laughs> I can see hey, we got kicked off the cable access. There's a shocker. Oh yeah. <laughs> Talking about shockers. <laughs> Talking about shockers, Matt Mitchell. Okay. So I've been with you to Myrtle Beach twice. Hang <laughs> on, hang on. Okay. We got right. DJ Lewis now. Yeah, okay. Drew Morgan, who does the podcast with him now, into the abiscuit I've had on Drew's twice. He came on with the redneck guys and then of course with DJ. 
Well, uh, was that Drew that married Corey Forster and that hot motherfucking goddamn? It was like 95 motherfucking degrees with no motherfucking shade down somewhere in Walker County, Georgia, because his mama and daddy paid $3 million for that wedding. And I have going to tell you, I've DJed weddings. I've done everything in the world, but I've never been to a wedding uh-huh. where they had like one lane for wine, <laughs> one lane for liquor, and one lane for beer. And so I was all three of them motherfuckers <coughs> and sitting with Corey's aunt. Corey's aunt, Leslie Bain Funk. She is hot. <laughs> I need to clear up some rumors. There's rumors that you have Slept with some of Corey Forrester's family members. Yeah. Have you? Yeah, I did because I was there one night and I had just got divorced, Cassio. And uh, Corey <laughs> came up to me and said, Hey, my nanny's coming here tonight and she's getting divorced. Uh, Big Daddy Bam Bam, will you like sling it to her? And I did for and? about three years. Yeah, I did for about three <laughs> I did years. For three years. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. I mean, she was a redheaded, like, oh my God. <laughs> anyway, I mean, you know, I, I did it for Corey. I did it for Corey. She, I mean, <laughs> she had, I think, for she three some, years. I think you were doing it for Corey the first time. I don't know about three years. Well, I think she had some vagina plasty, which was <laughs> what I loved. What do you mean? What? What do you mean? Why well, you I mean, it's if you're like 62, <laughs> it's not that tight. Especially if you've like give vaginal birth to three kids. So but she she worked for a plastic surgeon and I, I appreciated it. I mean I did. Her nipples still got real hard. She could wear, I mean, she could wear yoga pants and not be embarrassed. This is Corey's nana. Nana. Nanny. (laughs) Whatever. Will you fuck my nanny? She's getting divorced. Will you fuck my nanny? I was going like, well. You took one for the team for three years. I mean, you know how demanding Corey is. That's taking care of a buddy right there. Hey, you know. Oh my God. And you know, when we ended, she, uh, she like, <laughs> she was beating her head up here against the brick wall, wow. trying to get like, trying to get juice. She was trying to get juice and then she called the cops. Well, y'all had a bad breakup. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I hate still to hear love her. I still love her. God, <laughs> he, but he's got an aunt, Leslie, man, I'm telling you. If you want a blue, she is like the chillest blue-eyed redhead I have ever met. <laughs> and I love redheads. I can tell. Yeah, so we're going to talk. So can right. we talk about trips to Myrtle Beach yet? <laughs> you just, well, you skip past Drew Morgan. You just skip right past him. You just ask him. Well, I love Drew, and I think that's the dude that married Corey. And he's he cool. Is. He, he's cool. And, you know. Yeah, they got the highest grossing like comedy tour that's not 
that still play in clubs every once in a while. I mean, well, maybe right, not, maybe maybe not Chattanooga, but they're doing good, and I love them. But I'm just going to uh, tell you, Drew. Let's pray for him. This 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 play. Let's pray for Drew because, okay. like, Drew's going to hell. Why you say? Why you say that? It's just Drew's going to hell because, like, he's out there talking about like all the bad things. Mm. But pray for Drew. If you're down there in Huntsville, if you're down there in Alabama, mm -hmm. I mean, and you go to church this weekend. Pray for Drew. Okay. Pray yeah. for Drew. Send one up for Drew. Yeah. But I mean, you know. Wow. <laughs> All right. So the last time the last time they were in town, uh, they <laughs> they let me in through the back door and my God. What's those that? boys, those boys like I mean, they came within about three or four seats of selling the place out on a rainy. I mean, I'm talking about like a rainy drenching down like the rain's coming down mm -hmm. and they come within about four or five seats to sell that place out and i'm just going to tell you matt i mean i was there the first night that i think Corey really went up for the first time and i never wanted to be the star i wanted to be you know there was a guy for the kingsman quartet from Asheville, north carolina a guy named jim hamill that taught me about uh, a lot of emceeing skills and okay. I never want I never wanted to be the star I wanted y'all to be the star I wanted to find stars and man I am so proud of you I'm so proud of Corey and DJ and all the hell I mean I, I'm I'm proud of all of them and I'm just glad that I could have just been there when we like snorted cocaine off the strippers, I mean, literally we snorted cocaine out of the strippers, like butt crack on, you know, who's we? <laughs> you were there, man. Come on. You were there trying to convert. I mean, the lesbians. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's talk about, we got to clarify rumors or see if there are any rumors. The first episode of Cassio's Cut, if anybody has heard that, uh, then they heard Corey recap our trip to Myrtle Beach. Uh, now, me and you, we were discussing it. We've been a couple times to Myrtle Beach together. Right, and right. You've this, two... was the, this was the time that that bitch come down there and slashed all your tires at the radio <laughs> station, and you were three hours late getting there to pick us up before we went to Atlanta to Myrtle Beach. So that's what happened. I mean, think about it, folks. It's Cassio Kid. You know, he did something too good for too long and he got his tire slashed, had to show up with a rental car, a motherfucking Kia, and my fat ass was back in the back with his dog Jerry when he wasn't on Cassio's lap but I I fed Jerry all the damn Oreos I could so he would shit all over the hotel room <laughs> that they had to damn share while you, I went you fed my dog Fig Newtons oh, fig, uh, that and fig you Newton's said he loved Fig Newtons and getting his dick jerked <laughs> 
Well, yeah, because Corey was up there watching the Masters jerking little Jerry's dick. I mean, damn. And I was giving it. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought I thought it was Oreos, but yeah, it was Big Dick. You're right. That was when he stopped at the gas station and tried to buy crack in Atlanta. Well, well, I mean. <sighs> <laughs> I mean, he did. well, okay. I got, wait a minute, Matt. Wait a minute. Okay, okay. So, so we're in Atlanta, motherfucking Georgia, <laughs> and I say, hey, I got a piss because we've been driving at that time about an hour and a half, <laughs> and like you know, with all the blood pressure medicine and diuretics I had to take, I mean, I got a piss <laughs> like, <laughs> every hour. So, uh, so. Right by the exit where you could go to the damn varsity, Matt Mitchell decides to stop off and get some damn gas. <laughs> yeah. And I was about to piss. I mean, I was like, shit was packed up all over me. <laughs> Jerry was like, I mean, Jerry had bad gas that day after I started giving the, the big news. So we got out there, and I jumped out as soon as as soon as Matt. Uh, uh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. As soon as Cassio pulled up <laughs> to the curb, I jumped out, went in there, and pissed. And we were in downtown, one exit from the varsity. Remember that? So God, man, I was about to bust. So I did my thing, got my little Diet Coke. And, of course, I had some vodka and weed and a little baby cocaine going in the bag. <laughs> because, like, when Matt showed up, he goes, everybody own their shit. Everybody own their shit oh, down here. Everybody owns their shit. So I was going like, okay. So I was trying to, like, snort it as fast as I can because, you know. So, uh, so when I came back out, uh, Cassio and Corey Ryan Forrester – his grandmama is like a damn hot ass redhead that I'm, I'm like banging every chance I get. I mean, we like, we broke down a couple of couches, you know, how you can like bend somebody over a couch. Yeah. Oh. So anyway, so they went in there and I mean, I was just thinking like, I'm going to fall asleep between here and Myrtle Beach. I, I need a little something, something, you know? <laughs> and so there was like this little kid on a bicycle that he come up and said, hey, mister, what do you need? I'm going like, hell, bring us a little crack. I mean, whatever you can get. <laughs> <laughs> and the kid went riding down the street and Corey and – Cassio came back up there and says, what's happened? I'm going like, hey, I got some crack coming in a minute. And he's going like, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> now, <laughs> that's 100% true, by the way. That is. I'm not even lying, am I? No, not one. No. You didn't embellish one second. Uh, let's talk about how you – me and Corey were performing. You hopped in because you were going to meet a young lady. Beautiful young lady. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's only – I mean, I didn't ride over there for you motherfuckers. I just rode <laughs> over there because, like, this, this bitch is hot. I mean, you know. <laughs> so, uh, so, Corey uh, – well, yeah, Corey and Matt, like, pulled up 
to the side of the street and kick my motherfucking ass out. I mean, my, my luggage was all over the, the, the cul-de-sac. I'm thinking like, oh my God, because it was like, you know, three in the morning, whatever. And uh, so, yeah. So, but, you know, what was cool about that whole trip was, you know, I went over there, banged the fuck out of her, and then broke up with her. So you did. Uh, let's, I did. I mean, y'all. I mean, y'all had to come pick me up in an emergency that morning. You know? Yeah, you were. Yeah, you were like, get over here now. Yeah, this we got to go. But we were like, good, we ain't leaving till after lunch. You're like, no, it, you're picking me up now. It was some good pussy, but I mean, you know, what as good as M, what as good as MG Gaskin or whatever the fuck his name is over there. <laughs> Listen. We got to talk about, we got to clarify what Corey said in episode one is the infamous story is that the whole trip up, you told us and brag how you could tell by her eyes that she wanted it in a certain place. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> she was a Irish brunette, a black Irish person and her eyes were blue or green. And when they were green, that means she liked to like be freaky, <laughs> and I and I ain't gonna lie to you, Cassio. I was wanting some anal. I mean, I really was. <laughs> I was wanting a little bit of anal, and right out there on whatever that road is out there in the middle of Myrtle Beach, there was like one of them adult stores. You know what okay. I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I got a I bunch was, of them in Myrtle Beach. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So I was just, you know. You just want to slip a little finger in it or something, you know, <laughs> you know, get a little anal. So she said, uh, <laughs> if you, if you want to do that, I, I want to do it. I'm going like, well, what do you mean? She goes, <laughs> well, if you want to fuck me in the ass, I'm going to fuck you in the ass. And I'm going like, okay, but I ain't doing one of them big black strap-ons. I ain't doing that shit. I mean, I, I got, I think my color was blue. Blue sure. was the blue sure. was the skinniest. Blue was the skinniest. <laughs> you know. Wait, is that a breaker. is that a worldwide system? Blue is always the skinniest, or just in this case? Do we know? Well, it was you know that weekend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So you went to the you went to the adult toy store with her. Yeah, and I bought her like the the skinniest blue. <laughs> you know, strap on that she could put in that thing because, you know, you got those strap on belts. It's like one of them sex uh, uh, swings. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, you got to get your thighs in there just the right way. And, uh, so, uh, so I told her, I'm going like, she started like banging me with that strap on because she was wanting to do it before I did. I'm going like, Oh baby, come on. One of us is about to be embarrassed. I mean, I mean, what the hell? I didn't ever, <laughs> I mean, it had been, I was probably like, you know, what was I, 40 then? It had been like 15 years. I mean, when I was 15 years old, you know when you jack off so much when you're 15 that you you can't even hardly come anymore? <laughs> I mean, you come, but I mean, it's like a dry come. So, I mean, you said, quote, we better stop before. I get yeah. Before one of us get embarrassed. Hell yeah. But I, <laughs> it felt good. I mean, she was hot. 
Wait, so why you? Why after that did you? Is that why y'all broke up? Oh, I talked to her last night for three hours. She's a crazy. I mean, I love. Oh, y'all are friendly now. Oh God, I love her so much. I mean, she's <sighs> she's like she's like the the female version of me. I mean, because I mean, she did fuck me in the ass. I mean, I just you know, I was like you know <laughs> the first time I ever confessed that Dante and his girl was over here and. We were someplace, and Dante's girl. What's her name? What's her name? Dante's girl. <laughs> no, Dante. Anyway, it's one of those comedy couples like Dale and Jody that tour around and <laughs> try to take everybody's money and shit like that. And I'm just going to tell you, Jody White is like smart. Dale Jones is lucky that he has Jody. Yeah, White. he yeah. outkicked his coverage. Oh my God, he should have been a punter. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Okay, so uh, okay, so now, uh, now, was the Corey ride over to Myrtle Beach before or after my con? It was, uh, it was, I, th- I can't remember. But Mike Hahn was another was Atlanta comic who was total opposite mile style, very dry, very, uh, very low key. Had one, but he won. He won the southeastern comedy. Very funny, dude. Me and him oh, good God. friends. Oh. And we, we, yeah, we, me and you and him took a trip, and he was so mad that when he found out that you had drugs on you. Well, what I didn't understand about that is, like, we were almost home. I mean, we were somewhere in South Carolina or Georgia. Augusta. And Augusta. Oh, I love Augusta. But anyway, yeah, we were in Augusta. And, you know, y'all went in, you know, I, I didn't. I, I hated going into places to piss. I, if I could go out the back behind the dumpster or something, so I would go. I went behind the dumpster to piss, and Matt and <laughs> my con went in there. You know, my con, whatever. And then you know, I'm sitting. I think you had a damn uh, a van or something, and I'm sitting. He in did. Back. He was yeah. driving. Huh? He oh, was, is he his car? Yeah. That's why he got uh, mad. Oh uh, well. While Matt and uh, my Mike. con was in there like pissing, I went and pissed behind the dumpster and <laughs> fired up in the van. <laughs> <laughs> and he was a he was a pissed off motherfucker. I'm telling you, he was he was pissed. I'm more like, dude, I gotta. I got a one hitter that I'm putting in here. I mean, I it's not like I was like rolling a blunt where it would like <laughs> s- smell forever. But I yeah, love him. Like... Motherfucker, he lived in downtown damn Atlanta. <laughs> and you we had to pick him up down there and drop his ass off at noon. And God, so we what? We got back in your car and came back from Atlanta after we dropped his ass off, or what? Wait, what's the? Who's the biggest celebrity you've ever partied with? Uh, Bob Saget. Uh, I personally like Doug Stanhope. Uh, he's not a big one, but I mean, I just think he's funny. He's great. He tries to walk everybody. I love that shit. 
because <laughs> I've walked some motherfuckers. I mean, you know, if you got James Gregory at the Comedy Catch and he can only work one show on a Friday night and you've got to do another show on Saturday night and you produce that shit and you're getting out there and people are there <laughs> thinking they're going to see James Gregory and you you wrote Corey Rod Forster out there where he's dropping the cunt words and everything <laughs> down there. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to, I mean, Corey says, oh, my God, I have to delete that shit you said and everything like that. But I'm just going to tell you, okay, okay what, what was he, your alternative? What was your alternative char character? What was it? <laughs> I can't dispose of that. But, yes, I did have an alternative character at one time. Yeah, I mean, you were like, it was like Grant Turner and Ricky Moko. I mean, I would, you, could yeah. like, you could come out there and open as your alternative character. Correct. And I did one of your out, contests. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh my God. My <laughs> nipples are getting hard right now. You'll see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, <laughs> shirt up. <laughs> They're taught. I'll give you that. <laughs> Woo, I'm telling you. But anyway. What's happened with MG? Is he st is MG still living over in, in Myrtle Beach? Yeah, he's rocking and rolling. MG's rocking and rolling. Doing what? He's such a he's, he's such playing a, golf now. He's a golf fanatic. Yeah, what the fuck ever. He ain't making no money out of it. <laughs> All right, look, look, we got to hit you with the countdown. I could go for seventeen what? hours. I Okay, wait a minute. Can I get my breath just a minute? <laughs> yeah. Take a drink of vodka. Let's <laughs> get some fluid here. I feel like that's empty. Where's your vodka? Hey, hang on. You're so demanding. <laughs> it's down here somewhere. Okay, here we go. Oh, nice. In, in the brown bag. Boom. Aristocrat. Hell yeah, because I'm like royalty, motherfucker. <laughs> Hey, my liquor store keeps me a lid in the freezer by the damn checkout because that's how we roll up here. Wait, wait I usually start the countdown with what's a perfect 10, but I think maybe you should drink that for 10 seconds. <laughs> no, I ain't going to do it that long, but here we go. One. Oh, that was a shot. Oh, no. I, I mean, are you kidding me? I started at 1030 this morning, are you? <laughs> I mean, it was 4.20 at 9.30 <laughs> Eastern Standard Time. All right, here we go. We're going <laughs> to do 10 questions. The countdown, which we always ask everybody. All right, you ready, Big, ba Big Daddy Bam Bam? Wait, Matt wait, before we get started, you wanted to give people advice on how to get into comedy. Okay, here's what I'm going to tell you. And... uh when I started, when I started programming and, and producing the alternative shows there at the Comedy Catch, and you know, I, I'm just going to say right now, I love Michael Alfano. He gave me a tremendous opportunity, and we made the best of it. But you know, like a lot of club owners, he got a little greedy, but whatever. But I'm just going to tell you, Michael Alfano, you said you wanted to punch me in the neck the next time you saw me but i just want to tell you i love you i love dolly and i love cheryl and i love your kids and so uh if i can ever do anything 
to help in the Chattanooga comedy scene because right now, Cassio, I gotta go to Atlanta or Nashville just to listen to comedy because I'm banned from the comedy catch. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you had beef with them, but Oh no, I don't know. Look, no, 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 no. Look, I don't have no beef. I I I I'm like it's all good. But you have to admit, Cassio, we made a lot of money and had a lot of good times there at that place. And and I just, I, I'm not. I mean, I, I'm not. Go, I'm not going to be like Bruce Pritchard and like shit all over everybody. The comedy. <laughs> there you go. All right. Look. All right. Here okay, we go. So this is this is ten, ten questions. The countdown. We ask everybody. Number ten. Name something that's a perfect ten in your life. God, I love some. Uh, I love a woman that will like. <laughs> I like a, okay okay I like a woman that will put her finger in my butt and and rub my prostate while they jack my dick. That's a perfect ten. I'm gonna tell you that that's the wildest big, answer we've got at number ten. Big big titties with like really hard nipples. <laughs> I mean because like you know you can have like all of the breast implants in the world, but if your nipples don't get hard, who wants that shit? <laughs> God. <laughs> All right, number nine. Tell me about Wade Carwell in ninth grade. Ninth grade, I was like always the chubby, the chubby guy. Okay. I always, you know, you know, I wished I was as uh, fat as I was skinny when I was in the ninth grade. But, uh, but you know, uh, once you like meet a chick and like rub that clit real good and suck on that clit and like finger bang it and shit like that. They love you. I mean, you can be a fat guy. You can be a fat guy if you just like suck on some clit. I mean, I was in Ron White's bus and met like a six foot one uh, blonde headed like Dutch bitch out in California at the Oscars one time, and my God, I still see. I saw her about a year ago. I mean, and it's like my granddad said: you can try to hurt it, but you can't. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> What's that got to do with you in ninth grade? Because, like, ninth grade. Give me. Were you doing sports? Were you in the band? Well, okay, okay, Dungeons okay. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. I was in the band, and my private instructor said, "If you can ever get a woman off with your mouth, she will be your friend forever." <laughs> what? <laughs> it's the truth. It's the Eight. truth. Eight. Eight, when you die, what do you want to be your last meal? What do you want to be the last thing you eat? If you could pull it in, you can mix and match, home cooking, restaurants, appetizers, dessert. You can. What's your perfect meal? You want, hey, I'm going out. Uh, a Pittsburgh ribeye with a fully loaded baked potato and some broccoli with cheese with a salad with extra ranch and Italian dressing. And I'm like going out. Here we go. <laughs> From a specific place or anywhere? Uh, what's that place now? Uh, it's a steak place here in Chattanooga. 
Not Logan's okay. or not even, I mean, you know. So, local place there in Chattanooga, that's your jam. Yeah. I mean, no appetizer? Uh, well, maybe shrimp, shrimp cocktail. What about dessert? Uh, some kind of like chocolate explosion in my mouth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what are you drinking with it? Vodka and Diet Coke? Uh, I'll drink Diet Coke on the side. I, uh, I mean, uh, vodka just, you know, on the rocks. Okay. Number seven, what'd you want to be when you were seven years old? What'd you want to be when you grew up? When I was seven years old, I wanted to be my people because Your my people, my people was a Baptist preacher. And like every summer I got to go spend the summer with him. And I am telling you, Cassio, there is nothing more fun than being the grandson of the preacher in a Baptist church. All right now. Yeah. Hallelujah. There you go. That's I was waiting on something, but that was a good answer. That was your first normal answer. I like that it. was it. Personal one. <laughs> so, number six. How do you want to end up six feet under? How do you want to die? Uh, hopefully, on top of like Corey Ryan Forster's grandmother or <laughs> aunt, and like right as I like ejaculate, uh-huh. you know, I fall down on them. <laughs> fall down. <laughs> we ain't going to talk about Corey's mama. <laughs> Number five, five figure discount was the last thing you stole. A bubble gum. I, I, okay, if I go to a Mapco and they're charging a dollar seventy nine for a damn pack of gum, I mean, you know, when you got this, you got to have fresh breath. So I mean, I ain't going to pay two dollars for a pack of gum. So I always steal one. And I, hey, I want to tell you one thing if you're out there. It's like it's summertime now. Uh-huh. Uh, don't get gum. Get those chip lid or like, you know, hard shell gums because, you know, that holds up better in the, in the, in the sun. Look at that. Yeah. That's a pro tip right there. Hell yeah. Because by God, when you drink as much of vodka as I do at nine o'clock in the morning, <laughs> you got it now. You know, I mean, <laughs> I, you can't. Mo- sh- you can't show up a big booty Judy breath on, you know, you know, like you can. I mean, what's your, damn. What's your move? Do you just stick it in the front pocket and move on? What do you do? Are you buying other things to throw them off? Well, I'm just going to tell you my secret is sucking that clip. <laughs> Stop. I'm asking how you still gum. <laughs> how do I still go? Oh, I just, I mean, motherfucker, are you kidding me? I got like, what's this, what's this shit called? I got Bro. all these pockets everywhere. <laughs> I mean, by God, I'm going to pay 79 cents and get a $3 down discount per gallon on that <laughs> Okay. Number four. <laughs> Number four. Give me your Mount Rushmore of Little Debbie's. What's the top four Little Debbie's? Of oh, time? my God. Well, you know, you've, all, you've heard the joke about, you know, what? Little Debbie is gay. <laughs> no. You know that, right? I mean, no. that's – okay. So my dad worked for Little Debbie McKee Foods, <laughs> and they had a joke, and, and we towed it. I mean, I, I guess you were so far back in the green room, you didn't listen to this shit, but I would come out there and say, do you know why Little Debbie smiles so much? And why? they would say, because you'd smile too if you got eight mil- nine million times a day. <laughs> 
Hey, I lose seriously. Little Debbie's a lesbian. I mean, she's one of those lesbians that's married to a guy. But I mean, I don't. I mean, Swiss cakes, oatmeal rose. I mean, God. Oh Wait, you got God. two more? I need four. Those chocolate fudge rounds, fudge and, rounds? The, and, and the donut cakes. Donut sticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Number three, give me three. But, I, but, but I'd eat little Debbie if she'd like. But I, I would. I'd be afraid she'd. She's got like seventies porn hair. You know, didn't. Don't have that damn uh, thing like, you know, Bruce sells the lawnmower and all that kind of shit and all that. <laughs> I mean, but okay. I, hey, hey, knock, if you want, if, uh, here's a pro tip. If you want a woman to put their mouth down there, knock the hair off of it. I mean, you know, keep that shit fresh. Didn't you used to say on stage, get a damp cloth? Get yeah, <laughs> well, get get a washcloth, wipe that thing down just a little bit. And I'm just going to tell you, I don't care how how much I try to wipe my ass. If I get a, like a hot washcloth, there's still something coming out. I mean, you know. You need a day, Wade. God, I'd love one. I, I've like, I was in a bed and breakfast down in Boca Raton one time and they had that shit. And I was like, Hey, I was in there like putting that shit on blast. You know, you know, I mean, you know, I was got it. Are you peeling paint back there? <laughs> oh my God. I mean, yeah. And she was like, she was, well, you know, I don't know. Well, she had that strap on. I bought her out there in Myrtle Beach. Yeah, yeah, this is the same girl. Oh, God, yeah. That's the only woman I've ever let, like, fuck me in the ass. Sure, I should have known. I mean, you know know how you were with those lesbians. I know. (laughs) Come on, Matt. Come on. You came there, and those lesbians would come out to see Matt Mitchell, the Casio Kid. Number three, three albums on a deserted island. Uh, ACDC Live, wherever. Okay. Uh, anything, The Who with Eminence Front Live. Jam, what a jam. Yeah, and anything Metallica that's got like an inner Sandman live from Russia. That's it. And I would hey, like. Come on, I man. mean, yeah. I mean, maybe the Kingsman Live somewhere. Southern Wish Costa you were here by the Kingsman? Oh, I love the Kings. <laughs> my God, Jim Hamill, he he was my hero, dude. All right, number two. Uh, since I know you are a wrestling fan, number two, if you were in a tag team, who would be your tag team partner and why? My tag team partner, by God, would be Dirty Dick Slater, and we would go in there <laughs> and fuck them all up because <laughs> shit. I mean, I, I watched Georgia Championship wrestling and it was like dirty dick slater and bob orton jr before he got the cast before he got that cast on and they would like fuck some people up and gordon solely being there drinking some gin and like damn you know (laughs) i'm telling you i was like in hey we only had four channels at that time and we had like harry thornton wrestling on uh the cbs affiliate and we had 
God, uh, what was it? I think it was Channel 17. W, was it WTBS or whatever? But it was, you know, it was Ted Turner broadcasting before it was really. But God, Tony, Tony Schiavone and Gordon Sully be down there. And you know, listen, I just want to say this to Tony Schiavone. All right. <laughs> okay. Tony, I know that you fuck Sonny. <laughs> and I, I think possibly you fuck Sable. So don't be oh. like talk. Don't be talking about Lois. I mean, you're on the road, and you know, you got that hard dick out there. Stop. <laughs> I'm just telling you what I think. I mean, you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is this? Are we at number one yet? <laughs> yeah. By the way, I think when you got it, you're doing your wrestling moves. You spit on the on the camera. I think there's a spot. Wipe it off. Where at? On the camera, really? Yeah, <laughs> Right there. Okay, yeah. Is that yeah, better? Yeah. yeah, we're rocking now. All right, okay. no, number one. What is the highest slash drunkest you've ever been at a concert, and did it turn out well? Uh, What's the most I, messed I mean, up you've been in a concert? like in the mosh pit at an ACDC concert. <laughs> and uh, I was fucked up before I got there. And it was like one of those things where like you could sit on the side of the UTC arena, mm -hmm. excuse me. But if you wanted to go down there and stand in the front, but it was, it was like, it was great Casio. It really was. I what? mean, wait, when, when you said, what year is this? 80s, 70s? Uh, 84, 90s? 85. Yeah, it was after right, I graduated. What's 1985? What's, what's Wade Carwell when you say you were messed up when you got there? What were you already doing? Uh, what was the poison back then? Well, a little Boone's Farm. Okay. Uh, possibly a little vodka. All right. Uh, definitely a little cocaine because those bitches love cocaine, dude. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't even know what it is about, but bitches will like snort cocaine. Here's what I don't understand, Cassio. Uh, okay. They will snort cocaine and three hours later be passed the fuck out. <laughs> and I'm up for three days. I mean, what the fuck? Really? <laughs> but it was good. Hey, at the UTC arena in Chattanooga, some of the best times was with Alabama Bama coming out there selling it out with Lionel Richie. Oh my God. Jamming on some jams roll through. Oh my God. UTC arena. I loved it. And the guy that run the arena had we had the same last name. And uh I would just call in there and order tickets and they was like, what's your name? And I'd tell them, like, oh okay. And uh, you know, but we would also like spend all night out there for Alabama and Lionel Richie and all that stuff and get like, you know, the whole 24 seats across the front row. Come on. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Jamming, I mean, dude. Oh God. I loved it. It was great times in the eighties, the UTC arena. Oh, and Hey, there's been some, there's been some big time wrestling shows in that place too. Been a lot, a lot of, a lot of them. Did you ever party with any wrestlers that came through? Well, I, okay. 
Wait, hey, can I get one more drink? Yeah. Okay, hang on. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you about some shit. Yeah, now we're going to tell you about some shit. Here we go. Get it. Cheers. Mm. Rest okay. the out of the bottle. Come on. Hell yeah! My God, I am like with the kingdom. But anyway, so. You you know when I say Johnny Weaver, you know what I'm talking about. Johnny Weaver. Johnny Weaver. He 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 uh, he was the agent, and he had the 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 sleeper hold. Okay. Johnny Weaver. Look at he's up. with the NWA. Yeah, he was the agent. Okay. Okay. So I was working at a country music radio station, number one in the market at the time. Come on, and 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 I went I went down there. I mean, because I know how you do it, Casio. You go to them chamber events and get real fucked up, and then you want to go to another something, something, something. So I had been, I I was selling office equipment, and I went down to a chamber event and got fucked up. I am telling you, we were jacked to Jesus. I mean, really seriously, we were. So I went on. You know, you know what, you know what we what we call drops or whatever in the business. Hey, I'm Dusty Rhodes, and when I'm in Chattanooga, I listen to WDOD. So yeah, you know something like that. Yeah, Those so, are big times. Yeah, so I went down there and uh, went backstage, and Johnny Weaver was the agent, and I said, "Hey, can I just get some drops? Hey, I'm Ric Flair. Or, hey, I'm Dusty Rhodes, or whatever. You know, whatever." He goes, no, I can't do it tonight because we're about to sell out to Turner Broadcasting. But, hey, I do need a ring announcer. Okay. Yeah. Did you get to do it? Well, I didn't have a tie. He said I needed to have a tie. So I run my fat ass back out to my damn car to get a tie. I mean, I was <laughs> sweating. I was I was sweating like Casio kid with a damn big old room full of lesbians. <laughs> I mean, I was sweating everywhere, and I got in there. And here's what I want to tell you. He says, oh, when Jim Cornette and the Midnight Express comes out, just stand in the ring. I'm going like, fuck that. I'm going to introduce them motherfuckers. Bobby Eaton? <laughs> I mean, you know, and Dennis Condry? I mean, this is Chattanooga wrestling, and these motherfuckers were stars. Yeah. So, I mean, so he come down there and did all that kind of stuff. And then he come down to the ring. And I'm just going to tell you some, something, Casio. Sometimes the most disappointing place you can be is at ringside at a professional wrestling. Because you will, you will see shit that people can't normally see. <laughs> okay. So, the main event was Ronnie and Terry Garvin against Arn and Ric Flair. Okay. That's a big match. Oh, my God. And I was loving it, dude, because I was, like, high and drunk. And I was, <laughs> like and, – and Johnny Weaver come down to ringside, and I put my head down over between the, the, the top rope and the second rope, and I said, yeah. He goes, do this introduction. Stretch it out as long as you can. Oh, like, oh my God. Okay. This is, that was pressure. 
I mean, yeah. I mean, John, Johnny Weaver put the sleeper hold on Wahoo McDaniels. I mean, you know, and won the <laughs> North American Championship. I mean, you know, so I mean, this is Johnny Weaver telling me what to do. So I mean, I was like, you know, ladies and gentlemen from Charlotte, North Carolina, and I was like stretching it, stretching it, and then they were all in the ring, and then all of a sudden, I could like see they were broke down. I mean, they they. They broke it down. They were like, I mean, they were into it. And I'm standing in the middle of the ring while they're all beating shit out of each other. And I just like, I did a backbone. I, I did like Conrad does to, to Megan. I mean, he, he does a backbone. He does a backbone and she gets up on top. And, and I, don't, I don't even blame him for that because like, you know, I love the mortgage business. But anyway, so anyway, I did a back bump and rode out of the ring, and they were all into it. And uh, the only thing that was disappointing about that is, like, somebody came off the top rope, and Rick was in the middle. Because, you know, Rick always lost. I mean, fuck, he didn't ever win shit after he was, you know, the NWA champion. And you could just see him down there like taking his hand can y'all see that he would he took his hand and kind of like motion for one of the garbins to come down there and cover him and i'm going like what the fuck really <laughs> i mean i wanted to see some juice You're i mean disappointed I, I, I mean i'm ready i mean you know i'm ready to get some juice right now <laughs> <laughs> but if you juice right now it'd be the greatest podcast episode ever <laughs> Let me see if I can find a blade. <laughs> like you ain't got a blade around there. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't cut it out yet. <laughs> but hey, maybe we'll come back and I'll juice. All right, if know. I have you on the podcast again, will you juice? I'll, hey, if we're on again, because I want to seriously. If you're out there and you're wanting to be a famous stand-up comic like Cassio <laughs> and Corey Ryan Forster and all them well-read motherfuckers, if you want to be what they are, just yeah. get out there and get up as much time as you can, as many times as you can. Oh, but, come, but, but, but come on, Cassio, before we go, Lonnie, what, what's Lonnie's <laughs> last name? Yeah. Come on, tell me. Lonnie Gibbs. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to put him over before we get out of here. <laughs> this fucker had his damn dog and had a uh, a condo that him and Corey were living in and there was like bitches out the door. <laughs> I mean, there was like, I mean, there was bitches. I mean, I mean, I started like taking up a collection because like, <laughs> that's how, that's how, I mean, they, I mean, <laughs> Jerry was like licking some women's butts and stuff. Cause that's talking how Jerry about was. Weenie, Jerry. Yeah. Yeah. Jerry was licking. I, I saw him. I mean, <laughs> I know, I know you were passed out that night, but I was down there like, almost passed out too and jerry was over there licking that damn drag queen's balls but that's okay <laughs> Corey took one for the team that night 
Wade, I, I usually end every episode with your famous line. So I don't think we, we complies here, but I usually end by saying we better stop before we get embarrassed. Yeah, well, hell yeah. But I mean, hey, I think it's are, you, are you really embarrassed if like <laughs> you have a hot chick like fuck you in the ass with a damn strap on? I mean, think about it. Think about it. I mean, hey, do you? I mean, come on, come on, Casio. I know what I know. You know I asked the like. questions here. <laughs> I know you know what it smells like the morning after sex. <laughs> and you fucked Corey's grandmother too. I did not. I've never we been did. with any of Corey family members. Period. Never. God, you would love his aunt. <laughs> I I, I want to fuck her right now. Her name's Leslie. No, don't say anything. I'm not saying her last name, but I mean, you know. <laughs> Wait, how can they follow you on social media? Because you're hey, a just, star. Just get on to me at like Wade Cardwell at Facebook. Uh, God, uh, you have you Twitter. Like, I do have Twitter, but I just don't use it. I hadn't got much traction on there. But, what about uh, Instagram. No. So just Facebook. Yeah, well, you know, fuck all the Facebook motherfuckers. Anyway, How many times have you been banned from Facebook? Well, last year I was in Facebook jail four months out of the year. <laughs> and I didn't know, I did not know this last time I was put in Facebook jail, I caught a guy, a pussy, and told him he was full of shit. And that and was that, it. That was bully. I was being a bully. I'm going like, really a full grown ass man. It sounds very bullyish. <laughs> a full grown ass man. I mean, in so I went straight there. But hey, you know, I love it. Uh, you know, you can do the colonel for you, the number four, the letter U, the colonel for you at gmail.com if you want to send me an email i'll come on there and fuck your shit up and like you know uh uh, i got hey i got some stories to tell about casio (laughs) don't be sharing them wait for part two of this i got some stories about casio wade I love you, brother. Love you, man. Hey, get get that lawnmower down there on that thing get that manscaping (laughs) done Get them, I mean, take care of your sponsors. I mean, what the fuck? Really? Tell, tell them when we get out of here. Tell them what we got to do. We better stop what? Oh, we're going to be embarrassed. <laughs> because, like, if Big Booty Judy wanted to strap on, I would be doggy style head <laughs> down <laughs> <and> ass up. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> Rock and roll in Huntsville, Alabama at the Rocket. Woo! Dude, thank you, man. See if you can do something with that. I love you forever, dude. Let's go.